Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, myself, Michael Babcock, and Marty Sobo go live in ACB Community to answer your technology questions. How do you join in? Couple of ways. Use Alexa, your computer, or the new ACB Link app to listen to ACB Media 5. You can also join in in Clubhouse or visit acb.community to learn how to join us live in Zoom. Every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, we'll see you there with your tech questions. This has been an ACB Community Call. Today's Unmute Presents Community Call was hosted on Tuesday, 20 February, 2024. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another Unmute. Here at the top, we always have our regular announcements. So first, we wanted to remind everyone we're going to take all first questions. And if we get through all the first questions and we have time for second questions, we'll take those. Also, please be respectful and let everyone ask their questions in the same respect you would want to ask your question. And as we always say, there's no dumb questions. Also, we wanted to remind everyone tomorrow is going to be the first unmute club and we're going to be doing a reaper and it's going to be an introduction to podcasting with reaper so if you want to learn how to edit your podcasts then check out unmute.show and as always if you have questions comments or anything else you can email us at feedback at unmute.show and the question of the day today is if you play games what do you like to play them on your phone your computer your tablet and what is your favorite game and with that, I also have Michael Babcock here with me. How you doing, Michael? I am doing well, Marty. So I will go over a list of the podcasts that's been published over the last week. We had a question when we got started. If I am subscribed to Unmute Presents, am I going to get all of these? So you will get everything unless, uh, except for technically working, which is what I will mention as well. So yesterday we did publish technically working, which is where Demasi and I sat down and battled with internet gremlins is the best way to put it. Internet kept cutting out on both of us, but ultimately we ended up talking about several different topics and it's a wide variety of a show as we typically do with unmute with technically working. On Sunday, Digital Bytes episode two published called uh, Food Calendar and Open Earbuds, where our friend Chris walked you through the Paprika 3 app. This is a really cool app if you collect recipes on your, if you collect recipes and you want an easy place to find all of those recipes, uh, check that episode out where Chris gives you a walkthrough of how the Paprika 3 app works, what it's like. It does cost $4.99. Uh, well worth it though, because I've already started to build my recipe collection with it. And one of the cool things is, is it'll scrape data off the internet and take all those ads out of your recipe sites for you. We then transitioned into Marty talking about quickly adding events to the calendar on your iPhone using Spotlight and iOS 17. And then I give you a brief overview of the Shocks Open Fit earbuds, which are what you can use that uh, sit right outside your ears. You want to give that a listen. On Thursday, we talked with Katie and Katie talks passports, mainly passports for those in the United States. If you are interested in that, you want to give that a listen. Wednesday, we published Shell Phone Show, where we show you how to use the alarms feature of the Blind Shell Classic 2. And then, of course, a replay of our last Tuesday call. And that's all I have. Uh, Sheila, who do we have first? All right. Catherine. Hey, Catherine. Hey, Catherine. How are you? Catherine. Hi. Um, this is Catherine. Sorry. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yep, we can hear you. Hello? Yep, we can hear oh, you. Oh, terrific. I have a quick question. I am on the board of directors for dial right to transit and they switched from Zoom to Teams. And I use the blind shell phone exclusively for uh, doing uh, stuff like that and talking on it right now. And then I have a Pixel 6 Pro phone, and I haven't done much with it since I got the blind shell. But 
I want to know, is there a way to put teams not on the blind shell? I've requested that from Diane, but on the Pixel 6 and put the icon on the homepage front screen of the phone. Thank you. So there is a way to put Teams on your Pixel 6 Pro. You'll want to find that in the Play Store. Just search for Microsoft Teams. Also, if you want to participate in a Teams meeting from the blind shell, you can set, uh, typically Teams do have a dial-in number like you have with Zoom, so you can call in via the blind shell as well. Thank you, Michael. Can I set up a time to talk to you privately? I I just got my therapist just came in the room, so I'm going to have to go, but can I call you on? Just, and, just drop an email to feedback at unmute.show, Catherine. If you can drop an email, that would be awesome. We can get something set up. Okay. So feedback at unmute.show. Unmute.show. Then my, yes, my last quick question is I've had super sense on my it was Samsung 7 phone before I changed to the Pixel, and I had the lifetime membership, and I'm looking for, do I need to do any update for that so I can put it on the Pixel 6? Thank you. So I don't, I don't have that direct answer. You should be able to just install SuperSense and, and sign in with the same details, and it should work. But if that doesn't, then reach out to their support team, okay? Okay, because I, I don't know if I can remember my password even though it, i've signed up for the the lifetime membership yep that's um, why i recommend you reach by... out to their support team if you can't get in there yeah okay well i'll look i'll look at it i'll have to do some digging because it's been a while thank you very much and i will i will give you guys a, a message i'll i'll send you a message well thanks a lot thank thanks. you for answering my question have a good day bye you thank you amy amy oh. Hello, can you hear me? We can hear you. Great. Thank you so much for the opportunity. I have two very, very quick questions. One is, do you have a recommendation for a good microphone, hopefully one that's USB-C, because I want to be able to use it on my iPhone or the computer? That's the first question. I would recommend, you're not using an interface or anything like that. You just want something super simple to plug right in and that just works. Right, or but but something of good quality, so I can. Improve I, I would recommend the, the Sennheiser Profile. It is a USB C microphone, and you can just plug it in. You don't need any software to work on your phone, your computer, whatever you okay. want. And it also okay. has a headphone jack on the back, so you can monitor yourself, so you can hear what you're saying and hear how mm -hmm. your audio quality is. And on the front, you've got a mute button, a gain, a mix, and a master volume. So you have everything you need with that. The only thing I would suggest is maybe getting a little bit of... There's a tripod that you can get that goes with it, you know, like a desktop tripod, just to get it up yeah. off the desk a little bit more because it sits a little bit low to the desk. And if you want it to be more up closer to your mouth, then I would recommend getting a tripod, which would cost you about 25 bucks. And if you get the microphone itself, just the base microphone, it's around mm -hmm. $150 or $160. Great. And Terrific. And if I may, go ahead. Uh, just, just real quick, Amy, because I like to give multiple options. So the Sennheiser profile is great. If you need something mm -hmm. that sounds good, sub $100 that works with USB-C, I recommend the Audio-Technica ATR2100X. That's a great microphone also. It is a little bit bigger, but it is a great Say microphone. Say that lot, 21 what? 2100X. Got X, got it. Thank you. And one last quick question. I'm noticing that if I want to, if I'm searching for podcasts and I've used both, well, I've used a number of them, but I've used both Downcast and Overcast, I notice different behavior in that if I'm searching for podcasts and I identify one before subscribing, if I'm using Downcast, I am able to listen to it. If I'm using Overcast, often I'm not able to do so. Is that just because there's a difference in the way in which they access feeds? Likely, yes. I haven't used Overcast in about two a year and a half now, but I think, Marty, can you listen to, have you been able to listen to podcasts without following them in Overcast? 
Yeah, there's two ways to do it. The two ways to do it is, let's say that you go to a podcast you want to listen to and there's a bunch of episodes. If you go to, mm-hmm. let's just say, Unmute Presents, for example, you'll see a whole bunch of podcasts in the list down there. You can do one of a couple things. One is you can find the episode that you want to... Li- Are you using voiceover, by the way? I guess I should ask that question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I'm definitely using voiceover. Okay. So what you would do And, and is- I've tried multiple episodes and tried them and, and, and often it doesn't work. Okay. What I usually do is I'll go to say, like, for example, I'll use Unmute Presents. You'll get there Mm -hmm. and then you'll go down to where all of the list of podcasts are. When you find one you want to listen to, you can either do a single finger double click and it will just start playing the episode. Or you can do a flick up until you hear download and it will download the one episode to your playlist. And then you can go listen to it when you're ready without having to actually subscribe or follow. If you want to actually get the podcast subscribed you have to either hit the follow button or go into the settings there's three right. little sections there so right. what will happen no, that is, i'm very familiar with right so you yeah, should that, be able to that i'm very familiar with you should be able to do a single finger double tap and start playing right away or do a flick up until you hear download and i'll save it to your playlist and then you can go and listen to it there without subscribing yeah, to it yeah Thanks, because uh, yeah, that's that's what I normally do, and I I mean I I myself subscribe to about sixty different podcasts, so I'm yeah. very familiar with that whole process. Mm-hmm. But I'm because I'm doing because I'm doing a presentation, I wanted to give examples of podcasts that I don't necessarily subscribe to, and when I tried it with Overcast, irrespective of which episode I tried, I would hit the play button, and it would not play, and yet if I did it in Downcast the episodes came up right away. And I I think Overcast is easier in many ways for beginners to use. And that's why I wondered about and asked the question. Yeah, so, I would just thank either, you very much. Yeah, do it that way. I don't have a problem doing it that way. It's been pretty solid that way. If you're not updated to the most current, maybe check and see if there's an update. But otherwise... Yeah, I, I did check. I'm on a, and I'm on, I'm on the most updated release of iPhone, iOS... And I'm on the latest update for Overcast. And I did write to the developer, but didn't hear anything. Yeah, that that's yeah. one of the reasons why I switched back is, is the developer is non-responsive and the inconsistency yeah. of the app finally got frustrating to me. So that's why I switched over to Downcast as my primary app. The only other suggestion I have for you, Amy, is to, if you haven't yet, go into your settings and check the streaming options to see if something's disabled yeah. from allowing you to stream new episodes. Thank you. Yeah, I did that too. But thank you for the suggestion and I appreciate all the information. This is my first time doing this. One other thing I would suggest too is just take a look at the regular podcast app that comes on your phone, the Apple podcast app, only because for a lot of people that's already on there and they don't really want to download another app. So it might be good to show that as well. Yeah, no, and I I probably, I'm going to actually show very little with apps because these are very beginning folks, most of whom have are losing vision. And so voiceover is a whole new concept for them. I'm going to primarily be using the A-Lady and to, to do this, to do most of the demonstration because I think that's more their level and speed. But I do want to at least provide some information on and some demonstration of using voiceover for those people who may be ready to venture. Cool. Well, good luck. And if you have any other questions, feel free to come back anytime or you can shoot us an email at feedback at unmute.show. Thank you both so much. And I am, I can't have them, I can't demonstrate not following unmute presents because I already follow you. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Thank you very very much. much. Yep. Bye. All right, Jeff. Good afternoon. Hey, Jeff. How are you? I'm good, Marty. How are you? Doing good. Thanks. Michael, you sound a little coldish. Are you okay? Oh, yeah. It's just the the winter head cold. I hope you get better soon. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Digital Bytes. I, my, I, the first time I listened was this past episode. I think Michael earlier said episode two. And the recipe app by Chris and Michael's discussion of the the shocks buds were great, but Marty stole the show for me with the spotlight calendar. That was brilliant, and thank you. No problem. Question. So we have a wall 
outlet, sorry, switch. So it's a standard two switch. I shouldn't call it an outlet. It's a, you know, a wall switch with two switches. And I really, I don't need, but I would really like to make that switch smart. And I've never done a smart switch. Is, is there something available that would be both Apple Home and Google Home compatible? And if, if not both, I'd rather have Apple Home. But then if so, does it require wiring? Which I would assume, yes. Yeah, anytime so, you're going to change out a switch, it's going to require messing around with some kind of wires. Yeah, there's a couple of ways you can you can handle this, and I just want to make sure that we're on the same page. So this is a light switch with two switches on it. Is that correct? That control two different lights? Affirmative. And without, yeah, yeah, that's okay. right. Okay, so you can search for HomeKit compatible light switches. And I don't have a recommendation for a specific one. I'm looking up to see if I can find the one that Demasi had some experience with. The Casa Apple HomeKit light switch. That is going to require some wiring. If feasible, what it might be better to do. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the one Demasi has, has experienced and has used is the Maris. M-A-R. Oh, M-E-R-O-S-S. Yeah. Smart switch. But if possible, I would personally look at just replacing the bulbs in those lights, leaving oh, the switch on and controlling the lights with the bulbs. It's, yeah, it's not a, like I do hue. We do hue throughout the house for lights. Ah. This particular switch, it's for a fireplace. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. If you haven't yet, look into the Maris. You are going to need some some wiring done to replace that switch. Okay. Cool. Do you have a specific task you're trying to accomplish with this project? Uh, yes, I want to. I know this sounds ridiculous. The switch is is kind of physically difficult to get to, so I want to be able to uh, turn the fireplace on and off via voice. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I think is it a gas fireplace or is it a electric? I mean, I think that it's gas. Yeah. So you're probably going to have more than just that switch because the switch does it turn the gas on too and at the same time this like when we flip the switch it, it the fireplace goes like okay. i wish you know my handyman skills are negative 50 so i wish i could yeah. explain it better but all i know is i flip the switch and it works yeah okay cool yeah, we used to have one of those in our old house. So look into Maris. That should give you Google. It looks like it does support Google Voice and Google Home and Apple HomeKit. And then you should be able to control it within the Home app or with any Siri connected device. Excellent. Thank you, gentlemen. And get well soon, Michael. Have a great one. Thank, Thank you. you. Bye. Janet. Janet. Hello. The question of the day I play Dice World and Sorty Quest. Awesome. And That's what do you play? What is your favorite anymore. device you play on them? I mean, what uh, is the favorite device that you play those games on? Oh uh, well, my my iPhone, of course. Awesome, cool. Yep. All right, thank you very much. All, All right. right, Beth. Hey, Beth. Uh, yeah, I've been fighting this virus. Either I, you know, I feel better sometimes, and then <laughs> then I don't feel good, and it's headaches going around. But my, I have a question of first about my phone. Now it's fine, but a lot of times it, it cuts out. And somebody said the reason it does it is it's downloading something, but it seems like this phone has more of a problem doing it than than the other phones I have or I had. And and it's like, you know, mom like somebody at, at the other end doesn't hear me and then and then my phone comes back to where I hear them, but it's really comes back really loud. So I don't know if that's normal or what. <laughs> so if I'm understanding what's going on, Beth, I, I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. When you're talking to someone, it cuts in and out. Is that correct? Yeah. And then they, they don't hear me and they're, they're like, you're, you're going in and out. And then, then when I hear them again, then it go, goes really loud. Do you put your phone on speakerphone often? No, it just, it seems to go on speakerphone automatically. 
Okay, so what you can do, and I'm looking up the exact directions right now as we talk, but what you're able to do is disable the, because I think what's happening is your phone is switching over to the speaker when you move right. your phone away from your head, and that's mm -hmm. causing the phone to cut out. And oh. if you go... Stick around and let me find the settings to tell you where to go to disable it. And I think that's okay. going to solve some of the problems you're having. But let me find those settings while we take another question. And then I will come back to you and give you those answers. Okay, Beth? Oh, sure. Thanks. Perfect. Thank you. Who do we got next, Sheila? Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hi. Was it Amy that was talking about producing the podcast demo thing? Yeah, yeah, she left. I don't, oh, that's why I don't see her on the on the alt you. Yep, she had a meeting to go to. I thought I was losing my mind, which I may be doing anyways. But I was going to suggest that if she was on the Apple native podcaster, she could get them to use Siri, which might be good for new users. But, you know, she's gone. So she'll hear it when she listens to the unmute presents. You know, she can do it. They can they can add a podcast or delete a pod, you know, they can follow or unfollow a podcast yep. easily just using Siri. So that might be hopeful for new beginners. But I also want to say that this concern, I, I am increasingly concerned about the fact that these people who are new to low vision or blindness or whatever it is they're new to are getting very little tech training or no tech training because the people in these agencies don't know what they're doing, frankly. And I'm hoping that there's going to be a way for ACB and Zoom to reach out to some of these people because it's really turning into a torrential problem. It is. I'm doing some market research for the state of Oregon. And what I have discovered is exactly what you said there, Elizabeth. A lot of people are provided these devices because it's easy to provide a device. But then when it comes to actually supporting and training, uh, that is sorely lacking. So but what I don't what I don't understand is with the number of blind people who are highly skilled at some of these tech things and who are not working, I don't understand do the agencies have a mandate that say we shall never hire a person with low vision because it would it would make us look bad? I don't know what the problem is. And I'm not I'm trying not to be nasty about it, but and it's not a new problem. But if they don't hire blind people to work with other blind people, they're going to stay exactly where they are. And I just don't know what to do to help them. So I I'm not going to argue no, this point. But, uh, no, but no I don't will, argue it. But you hear yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. But but I will leave you with this comment, and then I'm going to go answer Beth's question real right, quick. That you know, right. you can only hire blind people if they apply, and I think that's a big thing that a lot of times, how many people yes, are actually yes, applying for positions yes. is not a question that's being asked. No, I agree. I agree with you totally. We need to get more blind people to apply. I totally yes. agree with you. Yeah. Please communicate with me if you want to. I think you've got my email, and if you don't. I'll write to you. Drop, drop us a quick email because I probably don't have it. Um, yeah, I will. Just drop Thanks. us a quick email. Well. I, I've been in. I've been in this thing for a long time, and it's it's really bad, getting worse. Yes, yes. So perfect, Beth. To go back to your question, and I bet I see Pam's hands here, so we'll get to her, and she'll tell me uh, if she has any other suggestions. But if you go to settings, and then you go to accessibility, and then you go to voiceover. And then you go to audio. There's an option inside of audio that says auto select speaker in call. And that's a toggle between on and off. So just to repeat that best, go to settings, accessibility, voiceover, audio, and then find the auto select speaker in call option. Try turning that off and see if your cutting out helps. And if you have another question, feel free to raise your hand. Sheila, who do we got next? Mr. CB. Hi there. Hello, everybody. Hello. How are you? I'm fine. My two questions is number one, because I heard it on the radio and I searched it, searched it myself, and it was a little crazy when I heard about it. To see, I would like to know how AI intelligent assistant is going to be working with 
voiceover iOS 18. And the second thing that I would like to know, because I was trying, I was trying to search it up, but I can't find it. How to spell present. So AI working with iOS 18, anything that's stated at this point is speculation because Apple hasn't actually made any sort of announcements about what's happening in iOS 18. So I'm, I'm not going to speculate okay. on what could happen. I yes, will yes. say you spell presents P R E S E N T S. Thank you so much, guys. No worries. Jane. Hey, Jane. Hello. For me, let's see. A couple quick things. Zoom is not Zoom here, but <laughs> the manufacturers of recorders Zoom are coming out with essential line of. Recorders, mine is on back order. I have to wait until it comes to me. But they're going to have voice guidance finally for the first time. I know. Yay. And H1, H4. We have them coming. So we're going to get them. And H6. And I'm excited for mine to show up. But my question is, I, I don't know what I turned off. But I'm trying to turn on device protection. And it says to go into... Face ID and passcode, and I can't find that in the settings, but I don't know what I turned off to do. But then so, it's under security, isn't it? Yeah. I think I missed what What are we trying to do? I'm trying to turn on device, stolen device protection. It says to go into settings and face ID and passcode, but I I can't find that in my settings at the moment. But I know it's a setting that, it, that I turned off accidentally and i can figure out where by chance are you updated to ios 17.3 yes i will see if i can find that give me a couple of minutes and i'll see if i can figure out what to do with that because i'm not exactly certain what's going on there but we'll be glad to take a look at that all right you ready for the next one yep all right pam okay yes i was going to suggest the same thing you suggested for Beth, but an, and another setting she might want to check is actually under touch. You, you go to settings, accessibility, touch, mm. and that setting is called call routing. And if you routinely take calls on a Bluetooth headset, that is or, or a headset. That's one of the options. One is speaker and one is automatic. And you definitely want to have automatic selected. And that way, yes, it will. It could try to go to speaker when you lower your phone, but you don't mm -hmm. want to have just speaker selected. Very good. Thank you for that. I hadn't realized that there was that other setting under touch. Yes, and and it's just it's called something like call routing. Okay, mm -hmm. perfect. Well, thank you very much for that, Pam. And uh, by chance, do you have a favorite game you play? No, I'm not a gamer. I don't have time for games. Uh, there, there are not enough hours in the day to begin with. So, <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Well, thanks for your yeah. input. And Pam's uh, out there trying to, to solve the everyone's iOS world problems, right, Pam? In some cases, trying to solve my own. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, Pam. We appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Who we got Ms. next there, Sheila? Miss Bell, who we got in Clubhouse? We have Robert. Hey, Robert. Hello. Good morning. Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, we can. We can. This is Robert from Arizona. I have two questions. The first one is, this is the first time I'm hearing about this unmute. Can you give some brief introduction about you? what you are doing, especially sure. I, I came to know that you are a blind technologist. I want to know more about you. Can you give some brief thing? Second one is when I'm using my computer, I have a feeling sometimes somebody is spying or taking some data, something like that. Computer is making some noise. I searched on the Google. It's a symptoms of spying, something like that. How to prevent that? Thank you. I'll take the first one. Yeah, we do this show here live every Tuesday, same time. So you're always welcome to come here. We 
also put out shows in our Unmute Presents podcast feed, which you can search Unmute Presents in any podcast application that you choose. You can also check out our website, which is unmute.show, and that's ever evolving. We got a bunch of stuff on there. There's an email list on there as well. You can email us at feedback at unmute.show if you have any questions. And yeah, both Michael and I are both blind and we have been doing technology for quite a bit of time. And so we're here helping the community and helping people get through their technical issues. So that's kind of a brief description. And related to your computer query, if using Windows, what I where I would start is by running Windows Defender and doing a scan on Windows Defender to find out if it finds something out. If for some reason it doesn't, where I would then go is to, and I'll give this to you, it's available in the podcast feed, so you can go back and listen to it as well. But there's the Microsoft Disability Answer Desk, and you can get a hold of them using the Be My Eyes application under Specialized Assistance, or go to aka.ms slash dad. That's aka.ms slash delta alpha delta, and they can remote into your computer and see what's going on. But prior to reaching out to that team, I would try running a virus scan using Windows Defender. So thank you for your question today. Who do we got next, sir, Sheila? Stacy. Hey, Stacy. Okay. Uh, I I have a question about, uh, uh, I want to know if anybody has ever used Jitterbug. Do you have a specific question about Jitterbug? Because that's, that's a wide variety. I've not used it, but I am familiar with it. No, I just wondered if, if anybody has ever used it, because I wondered if it is accessible, if it's I because somebody may want to check it out. One of my friends yeah, are, may want to check it out. Um, accessible is such a wide ranging inquiry. It does have big buttons and it does have large print. But in the case of me, it would not be accessible because I'm fully blind. It does not That's offer what I text. Want to know, because this person is totally blind. Then the answer is no. If they need to access more menu options with the jitterbug, they're not going to be able to independently do that. Oh. Okay. Thank you for telling me that. Yep. No worries, Stacy. Appreciate it. Okay. All right, Lynn. Hey, Lynn. Hello. How are you? I hope you are. Sorry, Michael, that you're ill. Oh, we get through hope it. Get That's what you got to do, right? <laughs> I guess so. See, you got to wear a mask. <laughs> Just yeah. kidding. No, I, yeah. or not go out of your house, which I haven't been doing much. Or, episode, or not so have I... teenage boys that go to school and then come home well, and bring stuff that. home because there's that. And I think that's where I got it. <laughs> there is that too. Yes, no, ma'am. I'm kidding you. I'm not, I'm not trying to get. So uh, my, I like to play Dice World and I like to play sometimes on Q, QC, on Quentin C's game room and on RS Games. And my question is rather silly, but very quick. Does anybody know of a good solitaire that is accessible for us? I've never played and I'd wanted, I wanted to learn how. <laughs> Isn't there a solitaire game in Quentin C's Playroom? You know, there might be. I, I haven't. That would be where be I would start there. looking if okay. I were you. Yep. I know someone who's I, a very avid only solitaire a couple player, in there. Okay. but she's not here for some reason today. So, hmm. Maybe check back next week and maybe she'll be here. Okay. No, I, I, I haven't been to all the games in, in um either QCs or or or, or uh, RS. I just I played a, a couple of them, but I haven't I should look more thoroughly, but I was just wondering because people my mom has one she puts on her phone all the time and she's always doing, you know, so okay. Well gotcha. thank you so much. No problem. No worries. Tom. Hey Tom. Hey Tom. Hello, people. Hello, Michael and Marty, Sheila. I have a question about audio ducking. Now, in Zoom, I'm on my phone. In fact, I just I just tried to say, just to verify that it, it was off. Yet, if I'm in like right now, I'm on this call. If I get a notification, which that's okay, I, I like to have the notification come in in case you know there might be something that I, I need to hear. However, when the notification comes in, it acts like that audio ducking is on when it in fact is not on. Is there something in Zoom that maybe needs to be tweaked or something that, that you know, can eliminate that? So by audio ducking, and, and I just want to ask a clarifying question to make sure I'm understanding correctly. When you get a notification, your Zoom sound ducks or your voiceover sound ducks? 
the well, whatever is being used when a notification comes in. Okay. There could also so, be a system wide ducking when you get an alert, everything may go down so you can hear the alert and then it comes back up again. Yeah. And and where I was going with that is by checking your audio ducking feature and making sure that it is off, that mm-hmm. only impacts voiceovers speaking. It doesn't impact other applications such as Zoom. So if you're getting audio ducking and Zoom itself is ducking when you get a notification, unfortunately, there isn't a way to solve that. I would suggest dropping an email to access at zoom.us and asking if they have the intentions of adding the ability to not have Zoom duck. Okay, because I, I, I don't know where the, duck, the ducking is coming from. All I know is that when, when, the, when the notification comes in, like if you're talking and that notification comes in and your volume, it'll, it'll, the, the, yep. the, call, the volume of the call will drop. Until yeah, that's, notice- that is a Zoom issue. That is not related to audio ducking with voiceover. There's nothing that I personally, there's nothing I can do about that. That's just the way it's, it's a Zoom thing. Is, is my knowledge, so, are, are you trying to prevent this while you're on a Zoom call? Is that what you're going I'm for? The, the thing from lowering my volume, you know, knowing that lowering the volume of the call is what I'm trying to do. I don't mind that the notification comes in. That's fine. But then, so you know. Something I would try and see if this helps you is when you're on a Zoom call, Put your phone in do not disturb because then you'll still be able to see the notifications, but they won't make any noise and then it won't cause you to have any zoom ducking. Well, yeah, but then I wouldn't be able to hear what's going on. It might be, you know, I, you know, when I see a notification, I kind of like to hear what it is, <laughs> but, yeah. but it, it sounds like there's really not much I can do on my end. You're saying, can you give me that address for zoom again? Certainly access at zoom.us accessu.us okay thank you yep good luck thanks tom mm-hmm. hey jewel hey i don't have a question today but i just wanted to share my favorite game i hope that's okay, okay. okay. yep go i play a game that i've been playing for years but i only play about once a month because it plays in the background um it's called invisible dragons and it's really simple i've probably spent about five five minutes a month on it and I've been playing for years and I have millions and billions of dragons. So invisible dragons. It's a lot of fun and it doesn't take up all the time, which is pretty cool. So awesome. That sounds cool. Yeah, Yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks, Jewel. All right. We don't have any other new hand. So we have Beth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. First I want to say you 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 lack of tech training yes i have a problem with that in northwest iowa i live it's kind of a small well yeah it's growing but it's um not not as big as just say the city of des moines or something i would have to go like three hours or so maybe more like five to get the training but i was going to ask you i tried to turn my facebook notifications off because whenever I'm running my phone, yeah, you know, like using it for recording or something, I it always says Facebook and then this notification, and and it won't let me turn it off. I tried to turn it off. Okay, so again, if I'm understanding correctly, you can't turn off Facebook notifications. Is that correct? Right. Okay. If you open your settings and then you locate notifications. You can go in and remove permission for Facebook to give you notifications. Oh, okay. So that's under your settings and then notifications. And then hopefully you got the content that I suggested to you where you go to accessibility, voiceover, audio, and then turn off the automatic switch to speakerphone option. It's a toggle. And then Pam was talking about going under the touch settings and disabling some things in there as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. And what what did somebody say about the games, like Playroom or something? Because yeah, I played blindfold a, games. Yeah. So p- blindfold games is different than QC Playroom. Uh, QC is Quentin's Playhouse. I will see if I can find the website. And that is an online game that you play from your computer. So mm-hmm. if you are interest interested in that, you can go to qcsalon.net okay like s-a-l-o-n or s-a-l-l 
S A L O N. It's Q C S A L O N. Okay. Yep. And just go to QC Salon, S A L O N dot net, and then you can sign up for an account and play those games there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. We don't have any other hands. Whoa. That's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Ah, okay. Well, I guess no one else plays games and no one else has tech questions. While we're waiting to see if anyone decides they want to raise their hand in the meantime, I do want to let people know that if you're interested in it, and I am not sure how I feel about this, but I just went to the app store on the Mac and I did a search for Sortie Quest. And I downloaded Sortie Quest to my Mac. And so if that's a game you're interested in playing on your Mac, that's an option. I did not realize that you could do that. Additionally, I did hear from Herbie on another mailing list that you can download and play Dice World on the Mac as well. So if you're interested in that, that's an option. Sheila, what hand do we have? Deborah. Hey, Deborah. Hi there. I was wondering, can you play night manager on a pc like like a desktop computer on windows you can because you can download the alexa app to your windows computer and then play night manager using the alexa app okay because yeah that's kind of what i was was hoping to to do i had another question but i kind of forgot it so i'll ask the next time yeah no worries Um, and are you fond of night manager I've never played it. Ah. I just I just know of a friend of mine. Now she's much uh, smarter than me in a lot of ways. I I find that a lot of games where there is a lot to do with math, my simple adding in, in and uh, subtracting is just terrible. So mm. I was I was trying to find, you know, some accessible games, basically games for dummies kind of thing. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm, I'm, I'm looking for. A solitaire would be good. Yeah. Take a look around for some solitaire games. Good website, a website. I don't know if I can say good. I'm going to try to take my personal opinions out of that is audiogames.net. And that's a solution that you can use to search for different accessible audio games. So that could be a place to find other games that might interest you. Night Manager is great because you don't really have to do a lot of math. I mean, ideally, you just want to work on your addition, and that is bringing all of your, um, what's the word that they use? All of your stats up. So, you know, just as long as you know, hey, increase my health or increase my defense then you can follow the steps to build to make that happen. But yeah, Night Manager is pretty cool. I've been playing it for a couple of years now. Now, the spelling of Night Manager, is that, is that um, what is it, K-N-I-T-E, is it? Yes, ma'am. And okay. if you just tell, do you have an Alexa device or would you no, just be playing? I don't actually, no. Okay. So if you download the Amazon Alexa app, I think you get it in the Microsoft Store. Mm-hmm. Then you can sign in with your Amazon account and then just trigger the Alexa assistant. And then you can go in there and tell it activate or enable night manager. And once Mm -hmm. it, once it enables night manager, you just tell it to open night manager. Okay. Okay. That sounds, that sounds good. Okay. Thanks, Michael. Thanks. I want to chime in here really quick. And this is going back to Jane's question. A friend of the show chimed in here. So thank you very much. You know who you are. But Jane, what you would do is open settings, go to the search box at the top, type in the word stolen, then hit the search button on the keyboard. And then you will get a link there with some information on what to do. And then you can go from there. So there you go. All thank right. You, Marty. Who's you next, ready? Sheila? Ann. Can you hear me? Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Well, hello. This is one of my favorite shows, and I absolutely love it and try not to miss it. I don't play games, but sometimes when Lucy plays games, I will go on there and listen, and she does the Lady A, I think it is, and I just find it interesting. And sometimes I might know an answer, but 
most of the time I don't. I just find it interesting. But in Zoom, like on this show, for instance, if you wanted to silence the people that are coming out, constantly coming in and out, how do you do that? Are you using JAWS on Windows or are you on VoiceOver with a Mac or NVDA? VoiceOver on the iPhone. I don't think you can. Well, you could turn off speech, but then if you got a phone call, you wouldn't know who it was. Mm -hmm. Yep. You would have to really try to go into the Zoom settings and see if you can make adjustments in there. You can do it on a computer, but I'm not sure... Well, I can definitely tell you don't have the same options and settings on an iOS device, but there might be something. But yeah, unfortunately, it's not as robust as on a computer. Sometimes it just gets in the way of what you're saying when people are constantly coming in and out. And sometimes, you know, I can turn off speech, but then if I get a phone call, I can't hear who it is. Yep. That's so you have actually two solutions that you might be able to think of. Well, one that I'll mention, you can turn off speech, which you already talked about. You can also add volume to your rotor and just turn the voiceover volume down. That way it's not as disruptive, but you can still hear it a little bit. And then the third solution is if you miss something, go download the podcast. Go down what? Go download the podcast to listen to the replay if you miss something so you oh. can hear it on the podcast. Oh, okay. Perfect. Thank, thank you, Ann. Thank you. All right, we've got area code 303 ending in 935. I think I know who it is, but I'm not sure. So please unmute and tell us who you are. And we have 10 minutes. This is Petra. I I always speak in by my phone number only. Hey, Petra. (laughs) Two questions. Well, one answer. I haven't played it in a long time because, in my opinion, they ruined it. But I used to play a really fun game called Seven Little Words. And I learned about it probably about... I don't know. Years and years ago, and I played it for years and years, and lately they've updated it and changed it, and I really don't like it anymore. And I played it on my iPhone. Otherwise, I just play usually Blackjack. I downloaded Craps just because I don't know how to play Craps. Anyway, my question is, last week I think that you mentioned that you're going to be doing information about training class or something four weeks on JAWS. Yes. Am I right or wrong on that? Yes, you're correct. That's going to start in about eight or nine weeks from now, probably like nine weeks from now, because first we're doing the introduction to Reaper for podcast editing, and that's going to be four weeks. And once that's over, the introduction to JAWS class will start. And you can stay tuned on our website, unmute.show, to find out all the details for that as details come out. We're working on putting that all together as we speak. So we'll probably have all the details and that'll be out, I would say, in about two weeks or so. Okay. And Michael, I'll be sending you an email because I'm curious about your your recipe app that you mentioned. Yeah. uh, Go check out the podcast. I'll be emailing you. Yeah, Petra, if you haven't, check out the podcast because Chris does a great job at walking people through how the Paprika app works. And what podcast is that again, Michael? It's under Unmute Presents, and it is the episode that starts with Digital Bytes EP2. It'll say food, calendars, and headphones. Perfect. Thank you so much. No worries, Petra. All right. Jewel. Hey, Jewel. Hi. First, I wanted to share another game, but I did know that at some point there was a, an accessible King's Corner on iOS. Do y'all know if that's still around? That was a type of I'm, solitary game. Yeah, I'm not certain. Apple yeah. This would be where I would go to see if I can find it. Yeah, I couldn't find it when I was looking in the App Store, so maybe I need to look at Apple Biz. It's for, I, forget, I think it was Lynn? Whoever was asking about solitary games. King's Corner is a pretty cool solitary game. It's a little different from Klondike, though. The other game I wanted to mention was Magic Research. I don't know if somebody's mentioned this game yet. Nope. It is really cool. You are casting spells, creating things, and you have apprentices after a while, and then you have researchers after a while, and just kind of builds. And my favorite thing is, if I ignore it for a while, it builds up time points, I think it's called. And these are only if you leave the app alone for a while, and then you can do warps and research, like time warps and research warps. So it actually benefits you to leave the app alone for a little while, which means I can actually get work done. (laughs) Hmm. So it motivates me to leave it alone. 
There you go. Yeah, so that's a really good one. And I love Night Manager. And Lucy's call for games on the Lady A is amazing. But I wanted to ask you, you mentioned the class on JAWS that's coming up. Um, is that going to be for brand new users? Or is it going to get more detailed with time? Uh, it is it's more. Gonna start- Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Michael. It's uh, going to start out with <laughs> brand new users, so it's going to be an introduction. But once we get through that first four weeks, then we'll mm-hmm. do the next level, and, you know, and we'll go down from oh, there. Okay. So it's going to go probably it. in four week increments for beginner and possibly some beginner slash intermediate, and we'll see mm-hmm. where we go from there. And we can join at any level. Yeah. Well, if you're doing the first one, that's going to be for people who are entry level to jaws just starting right out. i've been using jaws for about 15 years so yeah I don't you probably don't want to join that one then that's probably yeah. wouldn't be for you okay so i can join at any level so if yes. i want to wait until intermediate to join awesome i'll look forward to that all right cool thank you thank you all right you got judy hi guys this is for Anne. it's been a while since i've done it i'm assuming it's the same on the phone as the ipad if she goes into the meeting settings there's something that says Show names when participants join. It's something like that. And if she double taps on that, it should turn off all those notifications. Perfect. Cool. Well, thank you. And for I have that, a quick Judy. announcement before we wrap it up here. I just wanted to let everybody know March 5th, the leadership conference will be going on in Washington. And we will not be here that day on March 5th, but we will be back immediately the next week. So just want to give everyone a heads up for. If you come and we're not here on March 5th, you'll know that the leadership conference will be going on. And so there you go. We'll be back the next week, though. So with that being said, if you guys have any questions, comments, or anything like that, you can reach out to us at feedback at unmute.show. And you can check out Club Unmute and all the other things we got going on at our website, which is unmute.show. And with that, everybody have a great week. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks, y'all. Thank you.